So the big question is this. How do most agents who don't have access to the secrets that the top agents hoard to themselves grow and prosper in today's real estate environment? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Pat Hyben, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. And now, for the review of the day. All right, guys, got a cool comment here on our Certified Buyer Agent course at Rebus University. It says, I've only been in real estate since April, and I have had four closings that are direct correlation to what I learned in this course. I am sure there are big things to come in 2019. That's awesome. That is just awesome. Congratulations, Jonathan West. Keep the comments coming, guys. I love them. And remember, I eat feedback for breakfast. So give me a one-star review if you want or a five-star review if you want. I don't care. And the more reviews we get, the better guests we get. So please, subscribe first and then leave us a review or wherever you're listening. All right, Rockstar Nation, I got a first-time guest today, uh, someone I, I've been wanting to get on the show for a long time. I got the premier <laughs> real estate coach, Debbie DeGroat, on, and man, she knows a thing or two, and we're going to talk about a thing or two. I think where we're going to take this for you guys is we're going to talk about what top agents that she's currently coaching right now, what the best of the best are doing to prepare for a shifting market. We're going to get into what they're doing about the big box transitions, meaning the, the, the Zillows and the realtors changing things and what they're doing about that in anticipation of a shifting market, how they're dealing with flat rate commissions, what they're doing with their pipelines, because uh, now the follow-up process, and you thought it was long already, well, it's getting ready to get longer and they're knowing that, uh, what they're doing with the mourning process that sellers are going to have with, why did my house sell this weekend? Uh, last four of my neighbors sold in a week, and I've been on the market 17 days. This is a disaster. How to handle that? We're going to deal with the ups and downs of a team. Should you be building out your team, or is this a time to start pulling back on your team? We're going to cover all that and more, and I'm excited. This is going to be a show for you to hold on to your hats and take a lot of notes. Debbie, welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Well, thank you so much, Pat, for having me on. This is a pleasure. So, hey, I'm all yours. You fire away and we'll go any direction you choose to go. Well, let's start out by finding a little bit about you. Uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself or tell the Rockstar audience a little bit about yourself sure. so they can get to know you better? Well, so I guess you'd say we're a real estate family. You know, I, I started out selling real estate as a senior in high school, fell in love with it, thought I would do it around college, loved it so much that I got to admit college took a back seat because by the time I was 24, I was selling 156 homes a year, my personal production. And you know, Pat, that was back in the day before teams even existed. So I would say I was working too much, too hard. I had a great admin assistant, great broker, you know, to mentor and advise me. 
um, but no leads to purchase or, or referral networks. So I had to do it all from scratch. And that's why we're very passionate here at Excelium about helping people who do want to have productive teams, how to put those together if they choose so that they don't have to work as hard as I did back in the day. Um, then I was recruited away by the Mike Ferry organization to come in and run the operation in Orange County, run the, co I was the uh, vice president of the coaching to create programs, hire coaches, coach top teams. And I did that for 13 years and, and I loved it. What I wanted to change about it though, which is really why I opened my own company about six years ago, is I believed in the more custom dynamic of coaching. And you and I chatted a bit about this the other day. Um, we coach to the disc. So we have everyone take their disc assessment. We look at their personality, their market, their strengths, where their business is currently coming from. And my veteran coaches and I develop a custom blueprint. And because it is custom, it works well. Our clients stay, and we've got some rock stars like you know Ernie Carswell, who's Katy Perry and Fergie's realtor, sold the Brady Bunch house recently. Sean Stanfield here in Huntington Beach. I think his team will do about $750 million in volume this year. So we have the honor and pleasure of coaching some of the best across the country. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Well, I love how you say you're a lot different than Mike Ferry and that uh, you got tired of being singular focused. And, you know, it works for some people, but uh, with a lot of people, they feel like they become robots. And, and so I think that uh, I agree with you. I think there's many, many ways to learn in the business. And there are many, many different personalities of agents. I think as soon as you figure out whether an agent uh, is going to make it or not in this business, you're completely wrong because uh, you just never know who's going to make know. it in this business until they make it. sizes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, let's get into the nitty gritty. I appreciate you uh, sharing that. That's exciting. So, all right. So, uh, let's talk about, first of all, shifting market, you know, pivoting, right? right? What are you telling your agents to do? You tell them to pivot. Are you telling them to stick with Realtor and uh, Zillow with their changes? What advice are you giving today? What are you seeing your top agents doing? Well, the beauty of having sold real estate through many market cycles, and my husband, by the way, still full-time after 35 years, we've seen a lot of cycles. And honestly, the cycle we're coming out of, that wasn't like the best when there's no inventory to sell your buyers, when sellers can just rule the roost because they can get any price they want and therefore they don't see all the value that a great agent can bring. Hey, I'll, I'll go with a flat rate company, it'll sell in a day. So that wasn't a perfect market. I really look forward to actually what we're heading into, which is where it will take a bit longer to sell so when the agent goes in with a well-planned, well-prepared presentation, when they can really shine as that wise advisor showcasing their experience, expertise, and results, sellers will pay. You know, they will pay a reasonable rate of commission. They will eventually listen to that agent, although they may not want to listen right away. So we're just encouraging agents to upgrade, upgrade their presentation, expand their reach into their community because they need to build their pipeline because as you mentioned leads take longer to mature today than they have in the past and you know i think pat part of that's because they can go online and start all their information gathering early and they do 
And so it may take four months, six months, 18 months. So we've got to have a lot of people in that pipeline. And then really looking at changing how they market themselves because today's consumer is so much savvier than they used to be. And we've got to enter the conversation in their mind. What do they want from the agent? They don't want to be told it's time to change their clocks by a postcard in the mail. I mean, my gosh, our, our smartphone does that for us. They don't want a pumpkin on their door. <laughs> right, your clock. Right. Yeah, your, phones, your phones change automatically, yeah. But what about, what about the big box? What about the big boxes? Did all of your coaching clients quit Zillow? No, um, some have though. You know, some have, I, and what are they doing I, instead? What do you recommend yeah. they do instead? How do we pivot if we decide to quit? Well, what they're doing, many of them are, and, and by the way, we don't tell them to quit or not quit because, again, I think that's all very personal decision. Yeah, absolutely, what, yeah. Right? Absolutely. What I do see, though, is that many, especially the big teams that were spending big, big bucks, you know, sometimes up to $20,000 a month, to buy the Zillow leads or whatever real estate portal where the average conversion can be as low as one to 3%, right? Lots of time, lots of energy, lots of money, and they're taking that money and they're putting it in their local community. They're okay, applying so That's it what we want to talk about. So they listen to this guys, they're taking up to 250,000 a year, 20 grand a month, putting it in their local community where they have a more control. And again, what they're doing also is they're taking buyer lead money and they're putting it into listing lead money, right? I mean, that's what they're trying to do essentially is get listings, right? So it's kind of like a farm explosion. It actually is. You know, Southern California, where I'm located, has always been big on geographic farming. And as I fly around North America, I find a lot of agents don't farm, but they're looking at it now. They're saying, wait a minute, it makes sense. It becomes like a geographic sphere of influence. But also I see a lot of the top agents investing more into their own personal database of past clients and sphere. And, and really trying to stay much more top of mind in a relevant way information on moving up, downsizing, buying investment properties, taking advantage of market opportunities, again, trying to shine as that wise advisor. Mm, I love it, guys. You heard it. You heard it, taking the money and putting it into a listing-based sphere, a listing-based geo farm or whatever. Um, That's what the top agents are doing. Let's talk a little bit about flat rate commissions. You guys are competing with flat rate commissions. Uh, what are you doing about this? You know, they really gravitate to the low end. Like um, if you take like the purple bricks, actually one of my great coaches knows someone in that company and they reached out to him and said, you know, would, would Excelium consider training purple bricks? I didn't personally have the conversation my coach did. And I said, heck no, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to do that because that is not my preferred real estate model, of course. But one of the things that was interesting is that person told my coach, we don't really seek to go to the higher end because that clientele would potentially be more discerning 
more selective. So I think for all of the agents out there have ever thought, well, should I increase my sales price? It doesn't mean it has to be ultra luxury. A shifting market is a great time to go up to that next price point. You won't see as much of that flat rate. You also will see listings begin to expire. And Pat, you've probably heard the old saying, better off to be the firstborn, the second wife, and the second or third agent in on a higher end listing. So they can go in, take this higher end listing, turn it around, get it sold, become the hero in the community. So I don't yeah, have- I think that's interesting what you said though, is like rich people aren't looking necessarily to save money. Even though you think, you know, hell they, you know, if you took a, a, a $30,000 commission and you can do a purple bricks for 3,600 bucks flat, right. you'd be like, damn, I can save two twenty seven thousand dollars If that was the truth, then rich people would not sit in first class. They, they'd exactly. sit in the back. They, they wouldn't stay at the Ritz. They'd stay at the Holiday Inn, but that doesn't happen, right? Because rich people like to spend money. So that benefits the upper end that benefits the luxury. What's up, uh, brokers, uh, team leaders, office managers, and rainmakers of teams? I got a question for you today. What are the two most frustrating things about running a real estate team? The two things that cause you more headaches than anything else. Think about it. The brokers I've talked to have all given me the same answer. Recruiting and retention if you're in the same boat if nothing you've tried seems to work i've got some good news your problem finding recruiting and retaining high quality agents are about to be over i'm launching my new retoot course a course that provides an in-depth first ever look at the recruiting and retention secrets of the industry's top recruiters to kick off retoot's launch I'm offering the course along with two other high value items at a super low price to podcast listeners. Since I'm throwing in two free items with my Retoot Secrets course, I'm going to simply call it my 123 discount package. Okay, so let me talk to you about the 123 discount package. In addition to Retoot, you're going to get a subscription for each of your teammates or anybody in your office to my big profit weekly jackpot emails, which are basically agents from around the world giving advice on how to increase your profit on a daily basis in this business. If your agents put these effective, easy to implement tips to use, their sales and the most importantly, their profits will improve. Plus, I'll provide you with a year's worth of monthly sales meetings, content to have at your sales meeting so you don't have to struggle figuring out what to say to your agents or your team i'm calling it my lunch and learn sales training series that's an entire year's worth of sales meetings that you won't have to plan and that your agents are guaranteed to get massive value from so to recap purchasing the one two three discount package gets you one my brand new retoot course two my big profit agents weekly jackpot emails for everybody in your office and three a year's worth of lunch and learn training sessions if you want this limited time package 
act fast and go to hybendigital.com backslash one two three real easy hybendigital.com backslash one two three What about your clients that, you know, are, are selling bread and butter stuff for 200 grand? What advice are you giving them to deal with these, this influx of flat rate companies coming in? Yeah. And I, you know, people say, well, they'll go away, you know, in every shifting market cycle, those flat rate companies go away, but this is different now because they've got more money. They've got more muscle. They've got more, you know, online. What do you pressure. mean they got more money? Cause, cause because yes, I mean they, they said that there's some big back. I got in a business in 1987, and I've seen I've seen them come and go, and I've had mentors and office managers always tell me, "Oh, don't worry about save six, don't worry about to help you sell." They come and go, and you know what? They were always right. They came and they went. Right. But now you're saying that that the Wall Street's involved, right? And they got they got people funding these massive companies, and and so in your opinion, they're not going to go away. Not, not as easily, but they don't seem to be a big threat. Like my husband, it works in the bread and butter market. And in his geographic farm, this entire year, there was a one purple bricks list that one listing he lost to purple bricks. And it was ridiculously overpriced on a very busy corner, worst location in the neighborhood. And these people had taken their guest closet right next to their couch, and it was a thousand square foot home, and put a toilet in there. So you could say, excuse me, I need to just like go to the bathroom right there next to the couch. So they were really kind of psychotic in every way. And they, they went to Purple Bricks that sat there for six months, didn't sell, they listed with another cut rate, didn't sell. And you know, my husband said, hey, you're gonna lose a couple and those potentially are not the kind of client that would see value in an agent. But I think the heads up is what we're talking to our agents about is, you know, don't worry about it, but be prepared to go in and shine. Even if it's your past client, assume you're going to need to go in and win that listing and showcase your expertise, show off your marketing and really quantify your value. And if you can do that well, and Pat, I don't know if this stat is accurate. I read it in a magazine somewhere on an airplane. It said that 70% of consumers for any product, if they see perceived value, they will pay more. 30% want cheap. Well, you might lose one once in a while to the one that wants cheap. So you just get more. You get more in your funnel. But I will say I've not seen, our clients have not been challenged by this hardly at all. It's just a random occurrence. So um, they're not too worried so about it. So you think the market will slow, but that, that, this, that the whole influx of flat rates isn't going to take over to the point where your, the agents out there are really going to have to worry about this. And, and, and I like that philosophy, right? You just keep moving forward. There's always going to be a high end. There's always going to be a low end. You right. make a decision where you are and, and you move forward. And, and there's plenty, plenty, plenty of business. Now, you mentioned the third thing to, to discuss with the shifting market is the pipelines, which people are going to hate hearing this, right? The, the follow-up pipelines, which already seem egregiously long, are going to get 
<laughs> longer. Tell me about that. Well, I just noticed that, you know, back when I was actively selling, it would seem like you'd get that call, come list my house, I'm ready to go. And now you see them online, they respond to an ad, they're pull a Facebook report you have. Um, so they're out there searching and they're just getting their, their plan. So you have to nurture that. And often agents will hit them once or twice, maybe three times and get bored and move on. Um, in our inner circle, one of the things we do for our clients is we actually encourage them, use your, you know, your personal touch of the phone call, the door knocks, etc., but also combine that with tools and technologies. We provide them a texting platform, a slide voicemail, you know, weekly e-blast to send. So get your web of connections in place, and a lot of it can be automated. And then inserting those personal touches, depending on the quality of the lead and how soon they might be likely to mature. So, you know, Pat, if, if you attended one of my events, for an example, now you're in my web, you'll get invited to my webinars, you'll get my weekly e-blasts, which have content and value, you'll get things from me, you know, via text and sly voicemail, you won't get away unless you buy something or opt out or die <laughs> right and, and where's that coming from is that artificial intelligence debbie is that is that what you're saying no not really i guess i'm i'm not that fancy i, I mean, you're not you're not picking up the phone at six in the morning slide dialing pat and no. say hey pat i see you so who's no. doing that no no each client you know sets up their own game plan we encourage them to really offer value so for an example um, many of our clients have a text going out in January saying, hey, I, I know there's a lot going on in the market. I've got a complimentary annual real estate planning tool. If you'd like a copy of it free, text me back. I'll get it out in the mail to you. And that's a blanket text. Like everybody's getting yeah, that but text. Yeah, but it doesn't. They don't know that because in our platform, it plugs in the client's name. So you it's know, like, you know what tool they would use for that? Well, we built our own, so it's a yeah. It's called um, SMS conversations that we give to our coaching clients. But there are group texting platforms. Yeah, out there's there. a bunch of them out there, and several have been shut down. You got to be real careful be with that. Yeah, they have to be. The spamming laws apply. You have to be mindful. They have to be clean opt-ins, so they have to be your community. You can't just go buy a list of phone numbers. Yeah, so opt-in, so. Let's say, let's say I decide to send that for the first time. Mm -hmm. How do I get them to opt in without sending them an email asking them to opt in? Well, so a lot of people... Or text have, asking them to opt in. Right. Well, you could do it if they download a Facebook report. So, for example, okay. if someone sees a Facebook report from me, a free report about how to sell luxury homes, and they download that report and they opt in, if they do a community event and they properly at that event ask permission to opt people in, you know, there's a lot of ways to do it. And yet we always tell them, check the laws in their own state. Got it. Every state is very different. Canada, you have to opt them in, I think, three different 
times. Um, Florida, very tough in Florida. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Canada, you got to opt them in three times? That's what one of my clients Please, told forget me. It, forget about that. I would just go out and exactly. door knock. It wouldn't be worth it. It wouldn't opt be worth it. Opt them in three times. It I mean, you know, the only people in there are going to be your mother. <laughs> the, bigger, the bigger point than the technology would be have a marketing game plan of what are the multiple ways I'm going to connect with these people and stick with your plan. Because mm -hmm. what I mostly hear from agents is I don't have them in a CRM. I don't call them. I haven't mailed anything and direct mail is alive and well. I mean, when there are people who know who you are and they get, except for Christmas, they get five things in their mailbox. They see you. It's something of value. So they have to have their marketing plan that fits them and fits their group and then be consistent and run it like a machine. As a member of the Rockstar Nation, you may have noticed that every guest that comes on the show now is required to bring with them a free tool, an item of utility that real estate agents can use to drastically increase their sales and profits. Some of the things that have been brought have been eBooks, forms, reports, negotiating techniques, hiring guides, postcards, checklists, open house secrets, newsletters that are sent out, sphere of influence forms, referral request forms, and the list goes on and on. If you would like to get this free toolbox full of items of utility, simply go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox. That's hybendigital.com backslash toolbox or simply text toolbox to 444-999. That's toolbox to 444-999. Okay, so I want to move on to this morning process because you, you had stated before, you said get ready for the morning process, uh, morning process of a seller Right, I guess that it, it really right. is whose house or whose agent. Let's blame it on the agent. Of course, it's not as good as the last three agents that sold houses in the neighborhood because the house is not sold yet. What? Talk to me about the morning process and what do you recommend agents do? Well, it's kind of like the stages of grieving, right? First, there's <laughs> denial, then there's anger, and then there's acceptance. And you and I have seen in previous markets where it will often take sellers about six months or more to get it, that it isn't what it was. And, and I've personally made the mistake of going in kind of as that angel of death and being like, here's where it is, and here's what it's got to be, and if we don't do this... And they go, yeah, 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 we'll call you tomorrow. They kick you to the curb. They list with someone else at a higher price who works the listing and then eventually sells it. I know, and it's such, it's such a moral dilemma almost for it agents. Is. No, agents are like, well, I know that I'm lying to them, but I also know that they've got to go through these three phases, <laughs> denial, anger, and acceptance. So I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to lie to them and I'm going to get the big fat commission. Yeah, and, um, I, I, wouldn't, I, I wouldn't advise that <laughs> only because then, of course, the agent may take on a listing that's not saleable or one they, they don't feel good about. I mean, yeah, I, so what do you do about it then? How, do you, how are you honest 
and keep the listing when the guy or gal that comes in after you is confident about a much higher price. Confident, like very, very confident and has a proven track record. Well, some couple of things. You know, one is these are much more savvy people. Back in the day, many, many years ago, they couldn't go online. They couldn't check values. They've already done that before the agent arrives. They've gone on Zillow. They've gone on Realtor.com, Trulia. They have a pretty good understanding of where the market is. And when the agents take the data and they put the data in front of the seller and they, and I tell them just the facts, just go through the facts with the seller. Seller can draw their own conclusions. And quite frankly, what agents are struggling with right now is they can't in all good conscience come to your, you and say, I know this is what your house will sell for. Because right now it's kind of crazy. They think they know and then it doesn't sell, or they think it's too high, and then it still gets multiple bids. So that agent can't possibly know for sure. So put the data in front of them, ask them about their time frame. We teach our clients to offer three pricing strategies. We can price to the data if you're hoping to sell more quickly. We can price below the data to attract multiple bids, or we can go retail the highest we feel the market will bear and test the market. Mr. Seller, which one do you prefer to do? So there's no lying. There's no giving a price because who knows right now, but just informing, engaging, and having an intelligent conversation with the seller. Three then, prices. I like it. Three prices. It works well. Our clients love it. Clients love it. Their clients love it. And quite frankly, we have very little power to sway them if they have their mind made up initially. But then we encourage our agents, the listing is now taken. It's in my hand. I'm sitting at the table with the seller. Now that we're business partners, let's talk a little bit about what you can now expect. And we, we tell them to spend another 15 to 20 minutes setting expectations with the seller. Don't expect five offers tomorrow. We're not in that kind of market. Don't expect necessarily multiple bids because see, now that they've made the choice to hire me, they're a little more likely to listen. And now we can have that conversation and then great communication, which sometimes agents let fall by the wayside if it takes a bit to sell by really talking to that seller every week and, and partnering with them in this, you know, and, and trying to help them make those, those tough decisions. Yeah, at the end of the day, right, it's always communication. It's always, especially if you know that part of the morning process is anger. Right. You don't want to ever leave an angry person with not being communicating. You know, I'm, I'm lacking the proper terms yeah. here, but with, with not talking to them. So, so right. knowing that that is part of the process, now more than ever, you need to be on the phone mm -hmm. or on a FaceTime call, Zoom call, whatever, with your seller, even right. if you have nothing to say. Yeah, we actually just put together a little shifting market resource package for our clients. And one of the things in there, I gave them a list of themes for seller calls. Because if I have your house listed, I'm not going to call you every week and ask you to reduce it. I'm going to have to bring different topics to the table. Right. So, I love that. Yeah. Right. 
So for example, I might talk about, hey, Pat, let's talk about the marketing I've done this week. You know, the next week it might be, let's talk about, you know, the online, I call them online previews, right? How many people have been viewing the home online and, and how many versus the showings? We might talk, talk about accessibility. Maybe my seller's not being super cooperative with getting people in the home and I have to have a little chat with them about that. You know, maybe we need to do some extra staging. So kind of looking at that menu and saying, what would be good to talk to that? What's, what's good to talk about? You know, a great thing to talk about is the is an, an analysis of the builders because because uh, yes. builders already know. So if you could say, listen, today, this week, I want to talk to you about what the builders are doing. You know, when we went on the market, Ryland Homes was selling this model for four seventy nine, and now they're still selling it for four seventy nine, but they're throwing in a finished basement, which is worth about twenty five thousand. Right. So that would be the same as you dropping your price. $25,000 to four fifty, just to put some perspective. And this builder over here is doing this. And suddenly this builder over here is having this holiday special and they've dropped their prices X amount. And then it kind of, you, you know, builders tend to be much more aggressive than houses, resale houses, right? right? And uh, so if you could follow the builders as a, a listing agent, and relay that to your seller, I think it kind of shocks their mind a little bit. It's a great conversation. It is. And I've, I've often used that and our clients do as well, because we say, you know, these are builders that sell thousands of homes a year, potentially, and they know. And if they're doing this, they're doing it because it works. Because they and know. They have a chief economist on staff making 250 a year. And exactly. this is what he studied, your zip code. And he told them, man, you better start dropping the price because the train's coming. Right. Right. Exactly. No, I love that. Okay. So let's talk about teams. And one of the things you mentioned was like, like now is, is, is a time to step back and be like, okay, hmm. If it does start uh, drastically shifting, right? Is this a time to expand and hire more people on my team uh, and push forward? Or is it a time to contract a little bit and watch? What do you think? You know, it, it really depends. Again, going back to that custom approach, right? That even for each of, of our viewers, if they would like, I have something called the team building questionnaire. They can reach out to you, Pat, or they can email me, debbie at excelium.com, and I'll be happy to share it with them. And it's a pretty lengthy questionnaire to, to sit down and really self-discover. Why do I want a team or why do I want to keep my team? What's my vision for the team? Because if your team is not either drastically improving the quality of your life or making a nice profit for you, or it could be some even have the strategy to dominate a market, right? I want to get my brand out in this market, but there needs to be a strategy, not just I want to put a lot of people under my name and then I want to babysit them. So I am actually seeing some teams going to the model of, well, I just want two fabulous admin and maybe one great buyer agent to delegate my lower level stuff. And I want to lock and load and make a lot of money. But then you do have those mega teams, but they usually have a completely different strategy. And it's usually one of more of market domination. So we have some great team coaches and that's one of the places they start is they go through that questionnaire and they really help that person self-discover. I, I think everyone would love a team because they think, well, I can 
lay on the beach and my team is back at home making lots of money for me. I wish it always worked out that way, <laughs> right? Um, doesn't always work out that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to be leveraged, but not all are exceptional at it. So I think that, um, you know, what I would think of uh, in this, if, if we're looking at exact meat and potatoes of things to do or don't do in, in team building is, number one, if you're going to start leveraging more and you're going to start adding people, start thinking about a independent contractors versus employees, you know, start thinking about virtual people that you can hire and fire at will and, and very easily change. Uh, think about back-end services like client care coordinators for $300 a transaction or any sort of company that lets you do things per transaction. Those, those are all going to give you maximum flexibility. Think about, you know, some of these, you know, rather than signing a 10-year lease, you know, think about some of these month-to-month places that you can rent or, um, you know, all these things I think uh, you need to think about when you're heading into a changing market and you're considering building a team. Uh, and, and then it goes back to your thought too about, uh, you know, should you just stay with two, two uh, assistants that spit nails and uh, one agent and absolutely, that's an alternative. And, uh, you know, if you start getting busier and busier, you know, just refer out anything. That's a, that's a head strategy too, especially if you can get a fat referral fee like 35 or 40%. Sure. Sometimes your profit's going to be higher just referring it to a, a hungry agent in the office that'll pay you a fat referral fee than it will be to take on a bunch of additional expenses. And, yeah, and have a bunch of buyer agents. And handle a bunch of buyer agents, right. And, you know, I, I do see some agents have great luck without referring it out. Some don't. The ones that have great luck, they usually have carefully selected those people in the office and gotten them together and said, you know, here's my expectation. And, and they've picked people that are right for a particular area or a particular price point right? Because they know they're good at high end or they know they're good at the first time buyer. So you don't just throw them out there to every newbie. They probably won't get converted. But if you pick your posse in a way that isn't really your team, but it's your unofficial team and you dish them out. And if they don't convert them, then you don't give them to them, right? Give them to somebody else. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, spend some time on it. And, and, and I think it can work great, especially if you have somebody that that you've built a relationship with and or you've done several co-ops with and you know they're on the ball and you're like i I enjoy co-oping with mary and if you enjoy co-oping with them because they're so organized and they got it together then that might be a good person to send your referral business to sure yeah, I love it. Okay. Well, Debbie, as you know, everybody that comes on the show uh, brings a free gift. And what I'm going to do with that free gift is uh, I'm going to put this on hybendigital.com backslash Debbie DeGrout, and it's D-E-G-R-O-T-E. That's D-E-G-R-O-T-E, hybendigital.com backslash Debbie DeGrout. Debbie, what is your free gift today? Oh, we have a good one. This is special. So if they go to my website, Excellium.com, I'm, I'm known as the queen of scripts. I love to write scripts. I've had a lot of training in that and a lot of practice. And we have a script book there for sale that is $99. It's about 80 pages. And it also has a matching audio track. 
that goes with each script so you can actually listen in your car as you drive and they would have to buy it or get it for free if they were coaching with us and so that's our gift today and pat they should thank you for arranging that because that that is a true um 99 actual product that we're giving to your listeners today wow that's that's generous that's that, that's one of my best gifts of of all 150 that are in there so and 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 what i'm talking about guys is the of course if you if, if you haven't gotten the agent success toolbox go to hybendigital.com backslash toolbox you'll get debbie's free gift plus about 150 other ones of all the other guests that have come on but if if you want direct access please go to hybendigital.com backslash debbie de grout uh, it will be there. All of Debbie's links will be there. If you want to reach out to her, you want to get more information on on her coaching, everything that she has to offer, her products, man, she's got a ton of stuff and she deals with the best of the best and has been in this business pretty much all her adult life. So she knows what she's talking about and uh, and I, I would love to see some rock star, some of the rock star nations, some of the rock star nation get involved with this. So Debbie, thanks so much. Oh, and by the way, all of Debbie's social media links and, and all that good stuff will be on there as well. Thank you for that awesome gift and thank you, for taking time out of your busy day. This has been a great conversation. All right. Well, thank you, Pat. And to all your listeners, hey, go sell something. <laughs> Get out there and sell something. Thank you so much for tuning in to Real Estate Rockstars. If this free content is giving you a ton of value, I want to ask a small favor in return. I need you to pull out your pointing finger and hit the the subscribe button yes hit subscribe please the more subscribers that we get on real estate rock stars the better guests are attracted to the shows we'll get more guests from the top companies from the top teams and even more celebrity guests like robert kiyosaki and barbara corcoran also if you're not a member of our free facebook group go to real estate rock stars radio right on facebook and Join the conversation. I'm on there myself on FaceTime Lives, and we have a lot of communications and questions about the show, and I'd love to see you there. And it's free. People ask me all the time, where am I on social media? I'm real easy to find. Just type in my name. My IG is I am Pat Hyben. It is blowing up on Instagram, adding tons of subscribers, and I'm on there probably twice a day. So definitely follow me on Instagram, as well as everywhere else. Thanks again for listening and keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.